Blog Talk Radio. Ain't nobody fucking with me, hold up 
one hand on my steering wheel, the other hand on my tick lap. Two things that you cannot deny. Said I'm the man in the shit flaps, give me what you owe I'm rapping my city, beat East Oakland, yeah the hood fucked with me They said I was done with, no not really, I'm just getting started You niggas sound silly, now watch how I move through the traffic Liquid, you know when I'm cruising, I'm slapping and tipping Move with precision, this my prediction When I ride through the city, everybody pay attention No competition, not even a little bit Coming for my spot, don't even consider it I've been around the block, so I gotta move militant You nothing but a Hater, if you say you ain't feeling this cheer You might be fresh, but you not like me Hey, you on fire, you ain't hot like me No, you a liar, you are not like me Am I feeling myself? Shit, I just might be When I'm riding in my city, rock, riding in my city Riding in my city, rock, riding in my city Riding in my city, rock, riding in my city Last time I checked, ain't nobody fucking with me, hold up Looking in my rear view mirror All I'm seeing is the haters Looking mad cause I'm winning and I'm getting mine That motherfucking paper, this is motivation Street inspiration, the man in the city The new sensation, the street's been waiting The spot's been vacant, the block's been patient I'm not to be mistaken, I'm fresh about the basement Success, I can taste it, you only get one shot I will not waste it, riding in my city rock Riding in a spaceship, extraterrestrial Nothing is basic, I ain't gotta say shit You already know, I'm feeling myself I'm knowing that it shows, until the next time you see a nigga shine, remember one thing, the city it is mine You might be fresh, but you not like me Hey, you on fire, you ain't hot like me No, you a liar, you are not like me Am I feeling myself? Shit, I just might be When I'm riding in my city, rock, riding in my city Riding in my city, rock, riding in my city Riding in my city, rock, riding in my city Last time I checked, ain't nobody fucking with me, hold up And I am back, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. It's your favorite homegirl, your favorite host, who loves to smile the most, E. Reed, right here on OG Radio. This is Binge and Rewind. This is my brainchild where we come together and I share with y'all what I have been watching or what I have currently watched. And we recap it, we review it, give our two cents on it, and then we move on to something else. And if you I uh, would like to let me know what you are watching and or what you have already watched. Take the time to follow me on social media, whichever social media platform you use the most. I have an account there, so follow me. I'll follow you back, and we can have a discussion, okay? And I just want to welcome you all once again to another week of Binge and Rewind. I hope you enjoyed last week. If you missed it, go back and hit the playback, all right? And you'll be all caught up on what I watched last week. Now, this week, though, we are going to touch a little bit, of course, on Reasonable Doubt because the season finale has just aired. Uh, For y'all who don't know, Reasonable Doubt is a uh, drama show that is on Hulu, and it is very well written and produced, okay? It's almost as if How to Get Away with Murder, Scandal... And um, what's another good show? Uh, 
maybe law and order, like if they all had a baby or something, you know. Um, oh, being Mary Jane. I think that's the way that I actually described it. It was being Mary Jane, how to get away with murder and scandal. If they all had a baby, it would be uh, a reasonable doubt, okay? And it is uh, produced by Kerry Washington, which, of course, we all know her from Scandal as Olivia Pope. And this season finale, I have to admit to y'all, I was wrong. All my theories from last week, and I should not have second-guessed myself based on my first theory when the show started in the beginning of the season. Like, I had an idea, spoiler alert, that it was Brayden who killed Kalisha, and come to find out, it actually was Brayden. So as we left off last week, we were going to get ready for the verdict. That was going to air this week because closing arguments had already transpired. And then we also saw another side of Damon on a very darker level, who's played by Michael Ely. And we see him charge into Jax's house and starts beating up the old security guard and everything. And then, of course, Louis, Jax's husband, he um, finally feeds into his temptations and he tells Jax that he wants to have a divorce. And it leads off with Jax and Lewis having a conversation about their future. And it looks like they're going to try to make it work, especially after uh, Jax has come to terms with what happened with Paul. Because what we also saw last week is Jax taking her power back from her stepfather, Paul, who was starting to uh, sexually groom her, you know, for potential other, you know, um, inappropriate endeavors with her, okay, when she was growing up as a child in the mid-90s. So we see what ends up happening with Paul after she confronts him, and now it's time to, you know, for the burial and everything, and so she's doing all that processing. She still hadn't talked to Lewis at that time, but she does confide in Lewis after the fact, okay? Now, this is where it goes for a twist and a turn because for y'all who have been watching it, okay, but for y'all who don't, let me just like put y'all up on something. So every time they would do a flashback from the previous episode of the previous week, right, like, oh, here's the recap, and you know they do that little montage or whatnot, well, they would always include a snippet of Jax looking as if she's being held hostage, someone has a gun, and the gun goes off. And I, I'm i not even going to hold y'all. At one point in continuing to watch the, uh, the series, I would be like, we never saw that. We never saw that. Like, where did they get that from? Only come to find out, and this is where How to Get Away with Murder Influence comes in at, is because with the How to Get, how to get Away with Murder Influence, as we know, for that series, it would start you off where, you know, the beginning of the crime, take you throughout the entire season of what's going on in real time with end, with uh, every now and again flashbacks going back to parts, you know, origin parts of the continued story, only to get to the final, co- final couple episodes where it basically retracts everything, uh, it backtracks everything into how everything all started. So we see how it all actually started 
six months ago between Brayden and Kalisha. Spoiler alert, Brayden, now it wasn't a lie when Brayden said that he had Kalisha sign the NDA, okay? He does go to her house, and she confronts him about, you know, their relationships and stuff like that. She signs the NDA. She seduces him into bed. They end up having sex. He ends up leaving, but then guess who pops up at her house? Theo, okay? Brayden's ace Boone and also the COO of the company, of the company who also is his friend and COO who decided to undermine Brayden in order to snag the seat as the CEO, okay? Mind you, Bray, uh, Theo had been embezzling money from the company, I guess unbeknownst to Brayden. Okay, so Kalisha was already aware of this information. So when Theo pops up, based on the past previous two episodes before the finale, they made it seem like that would be a good, uh, you know, plot twist for Theo actually be the one to pop up at Kalisha's house and kill her, which is why I changed my theory, right? Okay, but check this out. Theo does come. They get into an argument, but Theo leaves. Theo leaves, and Brayden texts Sarah, tells Sarah, I'm coming back with your ice cream. Something told him to look at the papers to see Kalisha's signature. And instead of it really being Kalisha's signature, she basically gave him the finger on the paper. Like she had a big old capital letters F-U. Okay, and he then goes back to her house to confront her. He's in a rage. He's upset. We already see how he's uh, how he can act when he gets out of character with the facade that he's putting on from the way he interacted with Jax. Okay, and and then we end up seeing them two arguing with one another, and then she tells him off in such a cold way to where. It was part truth, but also a, a weaponized truth to emasculate him and his manhood and things of that nature. I'm not, that's exactly how uh, I looked at it when she said it, you know, and the, his, his inability to connect with the black culture. Like, she gives him a read, okay, baby? She gives him a read, all right? And so after that, it must have, of course, it was definitely the catalyst for him to blow up even further. Now, she had already thrown uh, a wine glass at him, okay, which cracked, which means the stem the the stem and the base were still uh, together. And so while he had walked on her, he had that in his hand. As soon as Kalisha finished, say, finished saying what she was saying, he stabbed her in the throat. So... That's how that all went down. You know what I'm saying? Now, mind you, Jax had figured it out. And she confronted, well, actually, uh, he confronted her on what, well, no, she did. She confronted him before they got the reading, I mean, got the verdict back or whatever. She confronted him on it. Uh, and, you know, then he admits to it as the, when the case is over and he's, you know, the verdict is not guilty. Okay, and there he admits to what he did, and then he also warns Jax and t- tells Jax that, given what you know, 
anybody who ever gets in my way and is an obstacle, I'm going to make sure that they're no longer an obstacle. And then he gives her a warning, like, just ma- basically make sure you don't become no obstacle, okay? So, yeah, but here's one thing about it, though. You can't do that much dirt and think not some, something's not going to come back to bite you, okay? Now, here's where I'm not going to spoil. You got to figure out who who and how gets the very last laugh of braiding of uh, cult liquor. What was it called? I think that's what it was called. Uh, but, yeah. You gotta you gotta watch the uh the the last episode for sure if you haven't watched it already. And for those who have not watched Reasonable Doubt, I strongly encourage you to go watch it. I, it's a really it'll be a really good binge. I promise you. You know, it's good dialogue. It's fast paced. There aren't any filler episodes. Uh, it is the kind of show where you can kind of have it playing in the background, but making sure that it's within eye view that you can, you know, pivot or or look up at least to see what's kind of going on, you know, and we even get a preview in classic Marvel style, okay, which of course I'm going to talk about Wakanda because I did go see it, uh, so that will be coming up soon, so stay tuned. Uh, yeah, uh, in classic Marvel style, uh, Reasonable Doubt gives us the cliffhanger to give a, to get us prepared for season two, which is going to be the story behind her good friend that was left at the party, who has been having a very rocky, unstable, unhealthy relationship as of lately, okay? And it's also the very good best friend that knows Jax's darkest secret. So all we see is her crying, getting on the phone calling Jax, and the guy on the floor in a pool in a pool full of blood. So we're going to see what's going to happen, though. But that's reasonable doubt. And that's on Hulu. And right after these musical messages, I'll be right back. Be enjoy. This is Benjamin Rewind. I'm Yuri. And uh, hope you're having a good time. The more 
And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. I'm Evie. This is Benja Rewind. And I, you know what? It's about that beat. Like, <laughs> just to give y'all a little FYI, okay? All the songs that you're hearing today in honor of Throwback Thursday, okay? I have been, I have uploaded uh, songs, like, from years ago that I got from artists, okay? But listening to the songs, even, like, in today's climate of music, I'm like, hey, that's still a slapper, though. Like, so, a shout-out to those artists. That right there was Nolte called, uh, with his track called Welcome to My Room. Okay, now, let's get back into it, okay? Now, this is all, this is on Netflix. It is a, uh, comedy show. Uh, each episode is about 30 minutes. Let me see exactly um, where it's supposed to be based out of Polish. Okay, so it is a Polish comedy. It's on Netflix. It is dubbed in English, you know, so no worries there, y'all. Each episode is about 30 minutes. The, The episodes go by very, very fast. And it's called The Green Glove Gang, okay? So basically, it is... Three older women who are cat thieves. Okay, they're cat burglars. All right, and the way that they leave their signature is by leaving a green glove, right? And they end up uh, pulling a job to where they're almost about to get caught. So they got to get the you know the feds off their trail, or the fuzz, the fuzz off their trail, right? So they end up going into a a so a senior living assistant. Wait, an assist, wait, a senior assisting living facility. I think that's how you're supposed to say it. I think that's how it goes. But, yeah, so they uh, end up living up in there, and they start bonding, you know, of course, with the rest of the residents and things of that nature. However, the woman who runs the facility, the manager, like, she is the real robber. She's robbing from the residents as they sleep and then she sells it and then she's got this you know this buyer that she's in cahoots with and they end up stealing like these very um profound signature art pieces right and not only do they steal it but then they try to frame the green glove gang and so it just so happens that they find out who this woman really is and what the manager is really doing and the whole thing. And then there's other stuff that happens in between, you know, about like with, you know, connecting with loved ones and love at an older age and things of that nature. So it's a very good show. I quite enjoyed it. It's a quick binge, you know, if it's something that is definitely something that um you can have uh, playing in the background is maybe like you're working on something or, you know, or uh, kind of multitasking similar to what I was saying about reasonable doubt. Like you can have it on, but make sure you're still within eye distance to be able to look up to see certain things that are happening. Cause especially in this show, there are definitely scenes as to where uh, there are moving parts and characters doing certain things without uh, vocalizing what they're doing. Okay, not a lot of dialogue, but definitely some good funny action that ends up happening. And one of the girl, one of the um, 
the cab burglars, one of the uh, members of the Green Glove Gang, she happens to be uh, a psychic, right? And it's it's really funny. It's almost like if the Golden Girls. So remember, I don't know if a lot anybody remembers, but there was the Golden Girls, and then there was the spinoff. Okay, Golden Palace, right? So it's almost like uh, the the Golden Girls from the spinoff, and then they became you know uh, burglars. So that's what it kind of reminded me of. So I thought that was funny. I definitely did. All right, so that is on Netflix, The Green Glove Gang. Check that out if you want something comical to watch over the weekend. All right. Now, here's another comedy that uh, people may want to watch. It is also dubbed in English. Um, I think it might be, uh, I think the actual, I think it's probably like Spain or something. Uh, I'm going to look it up now and see. If it'll give me um, where it's supposed to be dubbed from. Because it is dubbed in English, and it's about two completely dysfunctional families, okay, that somehow intertwine with each other in more ways than one. It's almost like watching an American soap opera, like, in fast speed, okay? That's what it's almost like. And... You cannot, this is definitely not background noise. This is a series that is an hour-long episode to where you have to sit and watch it. Trust me, I know. It took me maybe, I don't know, maybe three hours to watch one episode because I was doing other stuff in the background and I thought I was paying attention but then when you when I was looking up at the screen I was like wait but how does that go with that and that is because they do a lot of uh back uh backstory uh scenes okay so let's say whatever is happening right now in real time they will immediately jump to what happened seven months ago which is not even like how reasonable doubt or how to get away with murder does when it comes to uh, showing you just the origin. It shows you the origin of almost every other situation, no matter how big or small, in the series. And it's just like a giant puzzle. It is definitely like a giant puzzle. And I was just like, oh, this is it took me a total of maybe like three days to watch this series. Okay, enough about the timing of it all. And just and just know you have to pay attention, okay? Just know that, all right? And it's called uh, Family Secrets, all right? And uh, you have the son of two doctors who is supposed to get married to uh, this young woman he falls in love with this young woman he ends up falling in love with to the point where it's almost deadly okay and the girl the guy that she's actually in love with he doesn't know that she is still open to even be in a relationship with because the person that he was in a relationship with at one point was the groom's mother and the groom's mother 
was in love with him. But then the groom found out about how first he was with my mom and then, but while he was also with my fiance and his, the groom's dad used to mess with, I think, fiance's, the bride's mom. It's it's just absolutely crazy. When I tell you it's like a complete crazy web. Like it it is funny. It is very fast paced, so there's not any dull episodes or anything. It is dubbed in English. There's a lot of quirky characters like her grandmother that we end up seeing. We learn about her sister and how her sister uh, you know, they're very close to one another. And the bride sister, the bride sister and her, they're very close. And we see her journey a little bit on uh, with her backstory as far as uh, losing her first love to a horrible uh, accident and then ended up um, falling in love all over again. You know, so it's a beautiful little love story. And it's, I don't know, it's, I liked it. I did like it. I did. I definitely did like the. The series. Now, what is it? Well, is it something that I would watch over and over and over? I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't think I would be able to do that. But for something that you want just to sit down and watch and get lost in, this is a series to get lost in. Family Secrets, uh, also on Netflix. That is a series to definitely do that too. Um, now, this is on. Okay, this is a movie, and it is called We Kill the Old Way. It came out in 2014. It's a crime drama, okay? It's available on Peacock, Amazon Prime, Tubi, Pluto TV, Redbox, Voodoo, Plex, and Freezy. Okay, so if you have any one of those streaming platforms, you can watch this movie, all right? It's only about 90 minutes, and the gist is this. You have two brothers from London, all right? One of them decides to go to part his ways of his old street gang and to take off into Spain to raise his daughter, who becomes a very successful young woman. However, his brother decides that he's going to stay and hang out with the old street gang while they go ahead and still continue to do what they do in their olden age, just not as fast-paced, right? With that being said, the youngest brother charlie his birthday is coming up and rich is going to show up i believe his name was rich richie yeah richie is the older brother and he said that (laughs) excuse me he said that he was going to uh come by for charlie's birthday well just before charlie's birthday he runs into a local street gang that is terrorizing the london streets and uh he tries to protect the young girl who is the girlfriend of the leader of the street gang for her being uh gang raped okay which the gang leader her quote unquote quote unquote boyfriend is the one who set up okay so Charlie tries to, you know, definitely makes an attempt to intervene. He at least stops it from happening. However, it's not without uh, a great risk, which is his life, and they kill him. Uh, the 
the gang leader. It's it's a very sad scene. It's kind of it's very o- ominous and dark. So just give y'all a spoiler alert on that. But we end up seeing uh, Richie come back, and he joins the old gang, and they're gonna solve the mystery of how did Charlie die. And as they gather information and they learn more about this street gang, they do what is necessary to avenge Charlie's death. All right. And we also learn, spoiler alert, that the girlfriend that the gang leader set up to be raped that night is the inspector's daughter, the same inspector a.k.a. detective for us over here, UK in America, it was the detective that uh, is she is the mother, the same detective over the case of who killed Charlie. And that is a roller coaster ride. It's a good show. And then as I did more research, I found out that there was a sequel. Uh, I'm going to see if I can find the sequel so that I can... Uh, definitely watch it okay i do want to do that (laughs) i want to see it um so but we're going to get to these musical messages so understand this uh make sure that you definitely on netflix you check out the green glove gang all right uh you can also um check out uh we killed the old way and like I said, uh, We Killed Always is on, let me pull it back up again, okay? Peacock, Amazon Prime Video, Tubi, Pluto TV, Redbox, Voodoo, Plex, and Freebie, all right? Make sure you check those out, and make sure you also, that's also on Netflix, uh, going back to that, is Family Secrets, all right? So, I gave you a 30-minute show, a t- an hour show. And also gave you a really good movie if you're interested. And for those who just want to have a good time, get lost in something, have a little bit of action pack, get a little drama, either one of those three will definitely give you what you are looking for. All right? But with that being said, we're going to get to these musical messages, and I will be back to talk about Wakanda forever. Just like a drive-thru yes. Baby has new kids Just work and go to school uh-huh. Always paying dues Never breaking the rules really? Taking off my coat She's finna slide off my shoes Ooh Calling me her boo, her boo. Got that wine chillin', chillin'. Wish her for that green feeling. Come through tickling, Fresh up out the shower Trying to get seen for an hour or two Cocoa butter on that cocoa brown skin Cocoa butter on that peanut butter skin. Cocoa butter on that almond gold skin. Cocoa butter on that creamy, creamy skin. I'm out of town, out of town. In your mind state, love your thought county. Call me your bounty. Pick her up, yes I'm bringing you supper. Jimmy Dean dinner, sausage going and hold it for hostage. Blindfold, blindfold. No way, no way. Execute, I wanna look you in the face. Yeah, I look you in the face, in the face. From top to bottom, now I'm grabbing your waist, huh? This food 
Highway 5091 Mustang. In the traffic, nigga getting money ain't a thing like y'all out. Uh, you only die once, nigga. Where the motherfucker fought out? Hold on, I ain't dead yet. But my money getting tall, my new ball. Y'all out. You only die once, nigga. Where the motherfucker fought out? Hold on, I ain't dead yet. But my money getting tall, my new ball. Just a drove fool like a cashier. Hey. I'm good with choosing on my craftsmen like I work at Sears. All my niggas getting paid, thank PayPal. You a liability, E-Fab. Yep. Doing 80 on the 80, going to Tahoe. I let the horses pull the money, Wells Fargo. In the players club, nigga, like I'm Forte. It's sharks in the water, San Jose. She said she got jaws. Great white, and if she lying about the shit, you get Ray Rice. Catching bricks from my daddy, Gary Rice. You know I'm the one. Spice, one, numero uno. Got the pack on me, Lil Uno. Lucky, seven, CA, Lotto. Fuck your motto. I'ma call Christian, have him crack you with another five. Yo, you only die once, nigga. Where the motherfucker fought out? Hold on, I ain't dead yet. But my money getting tall, my new ball. Everybody out there that ever had someone tell them that they can't do it. That they shouldn't do it. That you ain't gonna do it. You'll never do it. I want you to look them in the eyes and say, I'ma do my thing. Do, do my thing. Yeah, I'ma do my thing. Do, do my thing. Yeah, I'ma do my thing. Do, do my thing. Yeah, I'ma do my thing. Do, do my thing. Yeah, I'ma do my thing. Keep going. 
driven to the spot of my grave My life was not laid down in vain That's what I pray for most People see they ever in their ways Before I vape for ghosts And Goody made his mom's proud Always sang his songs loud Anyone could hear him And he steer him in the right direction This guy didn't like rap But then he changed his mind Confessing life was always changing Like the angles of a light reflection He paused the truth Like books that do 9-11 And still a deal that we get With our confessions This life's a many hill With no shortcuts to resting Or stops, no stretching Nor props, you heard it in the first level up for more shots from Westman. What would be dope though? All mouths getting fed, not a could be don't know. But if we get bread, we gonna break it with the hobos. Around us gold is the hip hop, the swordsmith. I dedicate this to big quants from board stiff. I dedicate this to Dub Star from board stiff. And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. I'm back. This is Benjamin Wine. I'm me, Reed. And we have come to the part of the conversation where I'm going to talk about Wakanda forever. Uh, Marvel movie just came out. Uh, I believe it's going to be uh, its second weekend uh, starting tomorrow, I believe, or starting today, actually, because I believe it came out last Thursday. So, oh, um, one week. Okay, so we're a weekend. Um, and uh, I have to say, now, okay, I don't know, but if you are, maybe you'll understand uh, when it comes to going to the movies, okay? And shout out to AMC Theaters. Um, this is just helpful information to all of those moviegoers out there. Uh, I got an email from AMC saying that they are extending their $5 Tuesdays. So for all y'all who are able to go in the middle of the week or at the beginning of the week on Tuesday, uh, $5 at AMC. You know, I'm just saying, that's the email I got. So just paying the information forward, you know. So with that being said, uh, I went to the movies and I got in the middle seat because I enjoy going to see some of my favorite movies in the middle seat so I could see everything, everything, everything. So I'm sitting there, this highly anticipated film. We've been waiting for this. I already knew going in that it was going to be somewhat uh, heavy as far as like with the grieving of all of it all with Chadwick Boseman not being here. I mean, Boseman being here. So I just knew, I just knew what that it was going to be heavy. I went in with it knowing that it was going to be a heavy movie. All right. Now, I'm sorry, Chadwick Boseman. And the this is what they did for Chadwick, okay? This movie wasn't just a regular Marvel movie. I have to give a shout out to Ryan Coogler, uh, who is 
from the Bay Area. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to East Oakland, though. Thank you. Shout out to Ryan Coogler, though. Okay? So, shout, listen, shout out to the West Coast. All right? Anyway, y'all that I mean. Uh, the way that Ryan Coogler and the cast honored Chadwick's passing, I felt like it was very respectful. It was very gentle. And I feel like it allowed all of us Marvel fans and lovers of the actor to come together in one setting and mourn his loss at the same time. I felt like it was a beautiful way to say goodbye to Chadwick for us fans and moviegoers and lovers of uh, Chadwick, okay? I thought that was a great idea. Um, I did learn... When I did my show on Tuesday on Stereo, uh, where if you're not following me on Stereo, follow me on the Stereo application, okay? E-Read, a.k.a. Melanin Seduction. But I did learn when I was doing my show on Tuesday because someone uh, wanted to jump there up on my panel and, you know, share the conversation with me. And he's a big uh, comic book head, okay? So he knows a lot about, you know, the backstory and things of that nature. And, um he uh, was very insightful on letting me know that Chadwick had, you know, spoken to the family. I mean, Chadwick had spoken to the family. Ryan Coogler had spoken to Chadwick's family about the honoring and representation of uh, him in the movie and his passing. And Angela, uh, Angela Bassett did a wonderful job. Okay, she held it very strong. But the MVP... For this movie is when it comes to that in the honoring of, uh, you know, Chadwick, it definitely goes to Letitia. Letitia is the MVP. Now, the MVP of uh, the movie, which I and I'm saying that not because I'm looking at it overall, like the moments they were on screen and then definitely just what they brought in those moments in those scenes which wasn't a lot of scenes okay but I have to give it to him though I have to give it to Winston Duke uh and Baku like and Baku to me was the MVP you know because when he did it was funny and it was on point you know when he was on scene it was like, okay, what are you getting ready to do? You know, spoiler alert, especially when he's at the end and he jumps up um, out of nowhere. And I'm thinking it's going to be Letitia about to be honored as the queen. But it's it's M'Baku and he wants to, <laughs> he wants to fight. He wants to compete for the crown, okay, to be king, which, I, yeah, I would definitely feel like that would make sense. You know what I'm saying? Um now, for y'all who don't know what the second uh, movie, uh, the sequel to Wakanda is supposed to be, it's basically, of course, given the fact of how they had to write it differently, I'm sure, and um, being that Chadwick is no longer a part of the storyline, and we see his sister stepping up to the plate, okay? We see Shuri being the one of having to, uh, she just had to, you know, she grieved her father's death, she's grieved. Now she's having to grieve her brother, and spoiler alert, 
she's going to have to grieve her mother. Okay, yes, Angela Bass's character does not make it. She ends up also going along with the ancestors. Okay, I have heard a lot of controversy on how they don't like the way that she did die. However, uh, I feel like it was definitely more of an incentive challenge for Shuri to um, handle her emotions in that time. And what I also appreciated about the movie is that it humanized a real emotion from people when it comes to grieving. Like, of course we grieved when Tony Stark died, okay? When it when Thanos did what he did. We grieved that, right? Which is no different on how we're going to grieve Chadwick, okay? It is it is inevitable. That's going to happen, right? And I feel like the way that they incorporated that grief and all the stages of grief with the anger and um the the denial, the anger, the resentment, like I don't I don't know what all those stages of grief are, so I'm just like spinning off the top of my head here. But uh I know that the final is like, you know, releasing and letting go, which is what we see Shuri go through, you know? And then we also see the inner battle with her when she ends up uh, you know, having to take the the herb in order to, you know, become the Black Panther and the person that she goes see in the spiritual realm is Killmonger. Okay? Which if anybody knows anything when it comes to a spiritual level and for those who are like Shuri who don't really you know, adopt the theories of spirituality, not religion, spirituality, because there is definitely a difference. All I'm saying is for those like Shuri that, you know, are more scientific and more of, I need to see it. I need to, it has to be tangible information for me to work out and touch and, you know, on that kind of a scale. It, it had Shuri tap into her spirituality and come to terms that both can exist within you. And, um, you have to understand that and how the spiritual side is how you're able, how you're going to be able to, I guess, handle your emotions. That's what I got from it. Okay. Cause when she went into the spiritual world and it was Killmonger, Killmonger was, the, was supposed to represent hate and anger and fury and revenge and thing and destruction just in order to hurt those who have hurt him which is what Shuri felt, especially after, spoiler alert, when she's talking to her mom, uh, uh, she's talking to her mom and she's saying about of how she can't let go when they tried to do the burning of the uh, funeral ceremony dress, right? Shuri just couldn't do it. She wasn't ready yet. She wasn't ready to let go of her brother, which would by letting go of the anger and the pain of losing her brother, it would be as if she's letting go of her brother. And she did, she was not ready for that, you know? And then of course, when she loses her mom, it just adds to it. You know, it was just more of a driving force. And we see Shuri struggle with that in trying to find some sort of understanding and a balance of it all. But overall, she did a wonderful job in 
telling the story of that and what we actually go through on a daily basis um, or for, you know, as far as um, acknowledging our emotions and operating out of that, okay? That's what it depicted. Anyway, the other reason why I say it was more than a Marvel movie is because we we got to how could I put this? We were able to experience something like I mentioned earlier a little bit. We were just able to experience something all at the same time together, okay, as a unit. Now I will say this though. Here is those are some of the pros, but here is definitely a con as far as like what I did not appreciate. It was like you actually felt the two and a half hours of watching the movie. It's not to say that I wasn't, you know, uh, engaged with the film and my eyes, you know, were started to look away. But there's been many a times where I've watched a Marvel film and I'm, you know, by the time it's over, I'm like, wait, what? It's over already? Like it's already been two and a half hours? You know, same thing with Transformers. Like, there's been times I've watched the movie, like, oh, my God, it's over already. You feel me? Like, if you can make a film for two and a half hours and make me feel like it's only been 45 minutes, okay, listen, you did an excellent job because I just got completely lost in the movie. However, and Wakanda Forever, I'm just saying, it didn't. It was not giving that. It just wasn't giving that. I wasn't up here like, oh, what time is it? Like, <laughs> I was like, wait, how long have we been here? To the point where I was just like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've hit more than two hours because my alarm hat went off. And I have my alarm that goes off to, um, to uh, make, you know, uh, make sure that I leave at the right time no matter where I'm at to go handle some other business. So I have my, uh, my alarm start going off all in the theater. And I was like, oh, my God, it's already been – Two and a half hours at this point. So anyway, now uh, the that is definitely one of the cons. The other con that I have, which also I have an understanding and can appreciate, given the the scene of which the great battle happened, right? Because there, of course, has to be a great battle at the end, okay? And this some of the costumes, okay. One, and I'm gonna go quickly so that I can go ahead and say my bid my adieus to y'all and invite y'all to come back and then give y'all some more music as we close out okay but here are the three things that um that I did not appreciate okay or two things okay or it might be three but I did not appreciate um AO's costume okay her 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 suit uh in the battle it made her look like predator I didn't like that if that was supposed to be a reference in a hidden gym maybe it's somebody's favorite movie or something, Chadwick or Ryan, I don't know, but I just thought it was kind of tacky, okay, I didn't like it, okay, <laughs> I didn't like it, um, the battle scene, okay, on the ship, spoiler alert, the big battle scene on the ship, although I understand they were in the middle of the sea, because they were trying to get the quote-unquote non-Atlantis people, but really Atlantis people, uh, to, you know, onto the ship and draw them in. I just didn't like it. I just, I, I agree with someone. I agree with another 
a reviewer of the movie who said that it just wasn't choreographed right. I don't feel like they put enough time to choreograph that, given that it was going to be not so much of a long fight scene as well, and especially on the group scale, but given the fact of the environment in which they were at, and you have less, um, you have uh, less, uh, I guess you could say, and well, environment, once again, you have less of that to move around, you know, given the fact that it's water versus land people, you know, so there's that. It could have been like, I don't know, maybe uh, we could have seen more of what the Atlantis, non-Atlantis people were, you know, some of their weaponry or whatever, given the fact that they also are supposed to have vibranium, like where is the uh, tech, the tech weapons that they were able to create in the water or something like that. I don't know, outside of the water bombs, okay? We get what the water bombs do, but they're water bombs. So there's that. Um, and so, yeah. And then also, I think the other part uh, that could have been, yeah, I think that was about it. Just the fact that it was about, you know, you felt the two and a half hours and then, you know, uh, Ayo's costume, you know, suit in the final scene looking like Predator, and the fact that I feel like the great battle could have been choreographed better when it was on the larger scale, not so much as uh, Namor and Shuri's fight one-on-one, because I thought that was a good fight, and for all of those who wanted Shuri to be more of a fighter, please understand this, and then we're going to get to the musical messages, okay? Please understand this. She is a mind person. She is a science person. She is not a warrior. That was her brother, not her. So I feel like given the fact of someone who is not supposed to actually be a, you know, a brawny type warrior fighter person, but yet steps up to the role of, you know, into the shoes of what Chadwick brought, you know, and doing the best that she could. I thought that was brilliant and it was very humanized and normalized that um is definitely it and for those who feel like because she was you know a a smaller woman and able just to toss you know a man around it's definitely possible it's doable okay it's called self-defense women do it all the time okay even some men all right i'm just saying don't hate on the little people all right don't hate on the people who you think are you know, don't underestimate people is basically what I'm saying. You just never know how much fight can actually be in a person, you know. And I feel like that is demoralizing and disrespectful to think otherwise, all right, especially in 2022. Come on, son. Come on. I'm just saying. So, yeah, no, I just don't think that that's a good idea. All right, y'all. So, with that being said, that is my review on Wakanda. If you would like to know more. Make sure you follow me on the stereo application so that you can hear uh, even more of how I dissect it, all right? Because I did go a little bit deeper than what I did right now. But, uh, yeah, that is what we talked about. And I want to say thank you if you got this far into the playback. Thank you so much. Hopefully, we'll talk to you. I'll be able to talk to you next time. Um, if you would like to be a guest and call in. Make sure that you call in the 516-9826. You can, you know, talk to me one-on-one. You can just let me know, excuse me, you can let me know what it is that 
you are watching or what you have watched. If you follow me on social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, uh, where, you know, where else am I at? Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, fan base. Okay. So, uh, DM me and let me know what's going on. All right. And if you're following me on stereo, then shout out to you. And if you're not following me on stereo, you can download the stereo app on Android or iPhone and talk to me in real time by way of voice messaging. Okay. But my name is Eve Reed. This has been to rewind right here on OG radio. Shout out to the OG radio team. And I will be back y'all next week with a new list of shows. We're going to have to find something to keep us entertained even more so now that Reasonable Doubt is gone. And for the shows that I was not able to talk about this week, like White Lotus, Real Housewives of Potomac, definitely understand and know I will be back next week with a follow-up, okay? The great, the great, the greatest part is this. I'll have two weeks' worth of commentary about it. So for those who are watching White Lotus on HBO, save your thoughts or send them to me in the DM, and then we can talk about it that way. And for those who are watching Real Housewives of Potomac, oh, uh, definitely uh, stay tuned for that because it's interesting. I'm just saying. Um, I'm Irene. This is Benjamin Rewind, and I will be talking to all of y'all shortly. Please make sure that you have a wonderful weekend, a safe weekend. And if it's anyone's birthday, okay, happy birthday. And for y'all, next week, I believe, is Thanksgiving. So, no show next week. Going to be stuffing my face with the family. You know what I'm saying? Eating something good. You know what I'm saying? So I hope you guys have a wonderful, safe holiday. And I look forward to talking to y'all again later. Oh, which means I'll have three weeks for Real Housewives of Potomac and White Lotus if they come on for Thanksgiving weekend. Okay? But shout out to that. Shout out to y'all. And y'all have a good one. Love you. Bye. In the place like we own it, living and breathing the moment. Precious, you've seen in the long minutes. Hop in the crowd and get all in it. Chickens loving my mojo. She grabbed my zipper. I'm like, oh no, girl, keep that on a low low. You doing too much, just like JoJo. Back to the function, we turned up. All of the trees getting burnt up. Eyes low and middle fingers up, and we going hard, and we don't give a fuck in this fly shit only. Two fingers if you know me. Don't ride around clueless. Rolling with the homies, but you gotta share pretty late. Girl, what you think? I'm on Jameson too, so what's up with it, baby? I know what you thinking, I'm just like them too, but I'm not just gonna say it. Fuck what we doing tonight, me and you, and let's just run away. Let's just run away. Drain getting poured up. The night is young, it's like four something. More folks just pulled it up. 16 seats, no tour bus. Passenger van, 
filled up. Molly Zans filled up. More drinks filled up. You titties out getting filled up. I ain't worried about no other shit. Cool hand like Luke with a other mitt. Niggas think it's a fluke to the summer hit. Then we had a whole motherfucking summer lit. That's when niggas gonna be worried with the numbers is. Just make sure to check out my government. Name on it cause it may be on the funny shit. Playing with a nigga chipping guacamole did. Well, I'm just sitting here. Staring at the bottom of an empty bottle. Then there parking. Trying to find another sweet to hollow. Cookie smoke in that atmosphere. And we blowing tree like it's no tomorrow. Females clapping they ass in here. And this got some nice at the Apollo. Ooh. I'm going to hell, but I ain't tripping, no. As long as they got good smoke and them bad bitches on strippers, ho. I'ma be alright. We can do it to the sunlight. We can just get go. Baby, come and get your mind right. Yeah, for all intents 
like the hustle, maybe another time. He's mild and asked if I had anything to write her number down. I said, you know what year it is? Who has a pen now? I'm just saying. I pulled out my Samsung and got her information. Sent her a message for a new day location. And with no hesitation, she answered back with the details and the time. But now it's back on the grind. Now let's go. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.